Hi everyone, this is Aaron and you are listening to the Sound Words Podcast. Today's guest is Hannah Chow. She is the editor and digital administrator for the Sola Network. She attends All Nations Community Church, where she is the executive administrator. In this episode, we talk about our favorite Sola reads from August and September, upcoming articles in October, and behind-the-scenes stories from Sola and our personal lives. Thanks for listening. Hannah, I learned via your Twitter that you listen to something corporate and you also watch the TV <laughs> show Elementary. Now, yes, I listen to something corporate. Um, you kind of brought them back into my rotation ever since you mentioned that. <laughs> and I used to watch Elementary, but then I, I kind of stopped maybe around season four or something like that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Why don't you tell me about your history with something corporate and your newfound love for Elementary? Oh man, so something corporate, if you don't know, was like, this Jimmy Eat World esque band. I'm pretty sure people uh, don't know something corporate. <laughs> if they if they know, yeah. I'm, I'll be surprised. It's yeah, it's not an actual like corporation. It's a it's like an emo punk yeah. rock band that's piano driven, which was mm-hmm. very unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because the main guy Andrew was his name Andrew something. He yeah, Andrew did, uh, Andrew McMahon. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he did some uh, really fun stuff on the keyboard. Had a lot of emotional raw lyrics, and there's one song that I loved called Constantine, which mm-hmm. is the Constantine with a K, and it's yeah. like a <laughs> nine minute song, <laughs> and it's just like about the story about him and this girl. And I remember just he just has this thing with like interesting lyrics and wordplay that yeah. he does. Um, I just always enjoyed listening to him and belting it out really loudly in the car. <laughs> um, there's another song called Globes and Maps that I really like where, oh, I don't think I know that one. Uh, yeah, where he's just so yearning. And I realized that I like emo bands that yeah. are yearning and genuine, but not whiny. <laughs> like, um, like a, I think a simple plan. Yeah. They're the ones who did like, Sorry, I'm not perfect. Is right, that a simple plan? I'm, I'm not they're sure, like, but I'm a simple plan. Oh, yeah, but, okay, but they're like on the whiny side. Okay, whereas yeah, I feel yeah. like Dashboard Confessional and something corporate are like on the, they really want to be good boys. Right. But it's so hard and girls keep breaking their hearts. <laughs> so was that you, Hannah? Was, were, you, were you emo back no, in the day? I wasn't, are you emo now? I don't, I don't think I'm emo now. I don't think I was so much emo then. I just, I just felt sorry for these poor boys. <laughs> So you bought I wasn't albums. even a, yeah, I wasn't even a heartbreaker. I, yeah, no, I just, I just loved, but I did love their, their earnestness, even when they were wrong. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. they were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my, that was my pop culture back then. And now, yeah. um, trying to put my kids to bed, I'm trying to watch shows so I don't, so I can like do something while yeah. I sit there for 30 minutes. So then, <laughs> um, I learned that the show Elementary, which has Lucy Liu, who yes, I love. Yes, um, we all love uh, Lucy Liu. They, they, I think it ended this year. And so all of the episodes are on Hulu. Right. So I was like, oh, like, let me try to pick it up. I love the Sherlock universe. Like the mm-hmm. whole, you know, for, um, yeah. like the Benedict Cumberbatch one. Yes. I saw the first Robert Downey Jr. one. And this one too, right, I was like, right. okay, Lucy Liu's in it. It's got a, a take. Uh, basically, it's there's a British guy who plays Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes and Lucy yeah. Liu plays Dr. Joan Watson. So right. it's like a female Watson. Right. And uh, she helps him solve crimes. And I think the thing that affected me the most about the show is that it has 20 episodes in a season. Yeah. And I'm not lot. used to that yeah, anymore. Crazy. Yeah. They're like, cause it's a CBS show. And so right. they could just, just go forever. And yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it's really good. It's like, if you've ever watched Bones, it's very much like mm-hmm. Bones. You have like the one who's like very technical and like no emotions. And then you have the foil. <laughs> um, and they're just solving crime. So you have this, 
the small contained storyline so you don't have cliffhangers. Right. At the same time, you have an overarching story of the relationship of these two characters. And it's really great. Um, I enjoy it. Um, I highly recommend if you need a binge show to just kind of play in the background, you don't have to pay too much attention. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. What's your favorite iteration of the Sherlock Holmes character? Honestly, it's still probably the Benedict Cumberbatch version that's on BBC. But I have to say, like, each, the first season was just so good. The more, every Moriarty episode so good. By the last season, it's kind of like, I, I didn't really feel it as much. Maybe my expectations were too high. Um, but I am definitely enjoying this version um, of Sherlock as well. Uh, just like a not an international superstar, but just you know, in New York, British guy solving murders. I mean, a lot of people die in New York City. Yeah, well, apparently, you know, it's not, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to live there now. But um, but yeah, it's it has enough of the Sherlock universe like characters that pop up in all yeah. of them that come out. It's great. Hannah, I'm surprised that you have um, actually time to watch elementary and put your kids to bed and listen to emo music because you're always so busy <laughs> um doing solo stuff we had what an article every weekday in september yeah i'm i am gonna say that it has been difficult to um balance all those things but i will say that um I think now that Sola has kind of established itself as a presence on the internet and on our Facebook pages and our Instagrams, um, we are getting people to submit things or I can ask people again to submit things. Um, our, our editorial board has been great at asking people to write for us. For example, um, board member Daniel Ng, he asked two of his friends to write and that's how we got the um, three things I wish I knew before I went to college article and the, and the children in, um, you know, what to do with children in worship service, things like that. And so I do think that, yes, it's difficult to balance, but at the same time, it's been uh, really fun. Also, I think keeping our eyes open out there, uh, and I like to just, you know, see what people are reading and thinking about, and then having people write about those things has been helpful as well. What have been some of your favorite articles in September? Or even, even not even September, even uh, further back, August, September, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, let's start with okay. Let's start with August then. So I think um, I really did enjoy some of the articles. I did like, for example, those two articles, the kids belong in church. Three things I knew were great. Um, but I also really enjoyed Oh Young Kwan's article. Um, we changed the title in the middle, so people might be confused. But he wrote the one about being a church that is opening its gates to uh, opening the gates between the rich and the poor to really uh, step out there. Um, we got a really great response from that article. I think reminding. Um, a lot of these churches, a lot of Asian American churches, especially in LA, are you know middle class, upper middle class, and you know he wrote really well about hey, sometimes the gospel, the gospel is just as real in these poor communities, and oftentimes it opens our eyes to how big the gospel really is, um, and I really really enjoyed that one. Um, another one that um, I liked was uh, PJ Tobian's article. I've graduated now. What? Oh um, yes, I think yes, yes. In the midst of college month, we did like a post college one, and I think it's really important for us to remember that for a lot of people, they do lose a big community and a big marker of their identity when they graduate college. But to remind people, like, hey, like, there's a church community that wants to 
be that family and be that environment for you. And so that I really liked. Um, but then for September, I really, uh, I guess I'll highlight two. So one is the God is restoring me testimony that we had about the sister who uh, went through sexual uh, trauma and uh, yeah. abuse. But, it was anonymous, um, right? The anonymous. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Right, anonymously. And um, I had to work with that sister for um, a long time, actually. We actually took a break in the middle and then we kind of came back. And yeah, it was just really powerful to see how God was even in the midst of us talking and writing and editing how much God was really redeeming her and restoring her. And so I was really proud that we were able to be a platform where we could tell her story to um, encourage the church and to encourage others who might be in similar situations. Yeah. How did, okay. I want to talk about that one. How did, yeah, yeah, yeah. how did that author get involved? Did you contact her because you already knew her story or did she reach out and say, Oh, I want to be anonymous on this? Yeah. So I actually got this story from another pastor um, who I knew. And so they were like, Hey, like we do have this person who's willing to share, uh, but we do want to, you know, make sure that the content is appropriate. Um, we don't want to go too much into details. At the same time, uh, we want her to feel both heard and protected. You have to kind of balance those because in therapy, they do talk a lot about, you know, being able to share all the details, um, so, like, at least in certain situations so that you can kind of own the story and to really, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go too much into the details. I'm not hundred percent sure, but we do want her to feel heard. Not like that certain details are just cut out for no reason, but at the same time, we don't want her to be exploited and also for our audience, not to feel like they're just voyeurs, right. And just to like, want to be titillated by these details, but really um, give them a gospel centered view of, of someone who has been so victimized. And so I think we actually got help. Um, shout out to the gospel coalition. Um, I had two editors from there, you know, co coach me and, and also read through some of the earlier drafts. Yeah. Because I had never um, edited something like this before, but they were also really gracious in helping me to glean all the parts that were both honest, but also in love and in growth and in change. So and that was a really big team collaboration that, um, again, I was really proud was able to be published on our website. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Well, thanks for doing that one. Uh, did you say you had another one too that you had favorited? Oh yeah. So um, I also, I'm also really enjoying the work life series that we're doing right now with a uh, pastor Owen. Um, so this one, he, I asked some of the council members, Hey, are there any sermon series that you guys I want to share, want to look at. And so he actually sent me his sermon outlines uh, oh, wow. for the series that they did. And I was like, this is great, but yeah. it's like 8,000 words. <laughs> so, so, um, so it was a big, it's like a four or five part sermon series. And again, when you're talking for 30 minutes, it's a lot more words than writing and uh, reading. So, um, I just basically are taking this, uh, these awesome sermons and just condensing them for an online audience. And which basically means um, if you want to hear all the funny illustrations, you guys have to probably go to their website and look up his series on work. Um, yeah. But yeah, but all the, the, the good stuff is condensed and just in a, yeah, it's, it's all there. So that's been really fun for both for me to read as someone who's working, but also to share with our audience. Yeah. My favorite from August and I, okay. Maybe I'm a little bit biased, Obviously, your your article was good. Um, your solo starter kit for college students. I oh always, yeah, <laughs> I always appreciate a good roundup article, Hannah. Um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, but um, I actually enjoyed uh, back to school exhortations by Francis. Oh yeah. Chow. Here's a fact for you. I guess Francis was actually part of the youth group when I was a counselor in in uh, in our high school 
you oh, man. That SCBC <laughs> moment. Yeah. And so, uh, oh, that ages you, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah I'm, an, I'm an old guy. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was really, it was pretty cool to see him, uh, contribute to Sola. I don't even think he knows that I'm, I'm helping with Sola, but <laughs> it was kind of nice to see him, uh, do his thing and, um, see this, this side of him, obviously like he's a different person than when he was in youth group, but you know, oh, it's yeah. kind of just nice to see God's faithfulness and also, um, God just uh, using us, you know, in, in different ways and different mm-hmm. capacities. My favorite September article so far is probably Tim St. John's Friendship Essentials for Men. And it's actually something I've been thinking about more recently, maybe just because all the family stuff that's going on in my life. But, uh, you know, it is important for, I think, um, men to, to, to have friends, you know, and to have close brothers that, that we can confide in and call out sin in and uh, just encourage and spur each other on. And I'm, I'm talking about like, you know, these deep friendships, you know, I'm not talking about like superficial stuff. And I feel that with Tim's article, he really tried to um, make that clear, you know, that, that, Hey, if you want deep friendships, sometimes you have to be really intentional about the things that you talk about. And especially in relating to Christ, you know, cause obviously your deepest friendships are going to be the ones that uh, you're closest to Christ with. And so I really appreciated his article on that one. That one was, I think, really good because it's, it was really simple but practical. Like make space and then know it's going to be awkward, but you're going to have to be transparent. And, you know, that's that's what it is. Hannah, what's upcoming for October? What do we have on the Sola plate? Yeah, so uh, we're going to... Actually, there's a lot of things I'm juggling. I realize, like one is, um, <laughs> it's Reformation Month is October. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, so we might uh, post like a roundup of some of the Reformation articles that we've done okay. in the past, uh, talking about the solas, things right. like that. Right. Um, that'd be fitting. Yeah, that'd be appropriate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be appropriate. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're also gonna talk about art, creativity, and worship, and kind of how those intersect. Um, it's kind of the reason it's so broad is that I'm still accepting submissions and editing them. So it's not a hundred percent set, but somewhere under that umbrella talking about, you know, music and worship, um, what it means to be a Christian artist, for example. So we're going to look into things like that. And also, uh, I know Aaron, you're excited about this. We're going to have some book giveaways (laughs) on our Instagram. Um, so we, um, I solicited some recommendations, uh, book recommendations from our editorial board on, you know, things that they read early in their, 20s, maybe early 30s, even that really helped form their faith. And so we have a list. And I, Aaron, I believe you're going to figure out how to give those away. Yeah, we have like maybe close to like somewhere between 20 to 30 books, I think, right? Isn't that right? Um, <laughs> that is yeah, a lot. However, many books you, you had recommend. And what we're going to do is we're going to do bundled giveaways. So we're not just going to do one mm-hmm. book at a time, but we're going to give like five books at a time or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that was, yeah, that was actually a Jen's idea. And I think that's a brilliant idea, you know, because people don't care about one book, you know, but if you say, oh yeah, we're going to give a stack of books, you know, that catches people's attention. And so I'm kind Mm -hmm. of excited about this. If people haven't liked us on Facebook or Instagram, you got to do it because that's going to be the criteria. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be blunt here. You know, I I need more likes and follows on Facebook (laughs) and Instagram. especially Instagram. Yeah. Especially Instagram. Like, okay. Okay. So I see, you know, on Instagram, you can see who's viewing your stories. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I know people are looking at our stuff, but like, (laughs) you know, you get like several hundred views, but you know, only a couple likes and it's, uh, it's demeaning, you know, it's demoralizing, (laughs) but you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. But 
Yeah, hey, Eric, I have to say, though, our Instagram posts with that little magazine format look fantastic. <laughs> oh, thanks. So I will always like your posts. But I no, it, it. It, it does look great. If, if we ever do a solo magazine, it'll look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Would we ever? Is that is that ever uh, in, in the plans for solo to do something you know, in print? I'm, I want to say probably not just because so many things are digital now. Um, maybe, maybe like a one-time thing, like a, like a best of Sola at like a Sola con conference, right? Like you, that I, I could see that happening, but it's just a lot of logistics for like, if, like if TGC doesn't make magazines, we probably won't make magazines. <laughs> yeah. We gotta, gotta stay on the trends, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so everybody please follow us on Instagram and Facebook because yes. um, that that's, that's going to be the criteria for winning those, uh, those book giveaways. Definitely. Definitely. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I do. Yeah. If people just, if you read something and you like it, just share it with algorithms on Facebook. You never know um, who's reading it or not. So yeah, we hope that you guys are um, just liking and sharing what we have. Comments apparently are the best way to get our feeds our posts to pop up. So, um, and if, even if you just tag a friend in the post that you think will enjoy it, I think will be beneficial both for us and for our church, um, universal. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Hannah. And, uh, Hannah, I guess we want to start ending these podcasts with, uh, what's one truth or one big idea or one thing you've been learning in your, in your walk with God? Yeah, um, mine is going to be super simple uh, this week. Um, just trying, like trying again and again. Not that, you know, we want to be works-based or anything, but there is, you know, something to be said about being disciplined and to uh, knowing that we are ultimately going to be victorious. So, for example, my daughter went rock climbing this week. And for, like, the whole lesson, pretty much, because we paid for a lesson, um, yeah. she would only go halfway up the wall, even though they're holding her on the rope. Yeah. But the last climb of the day, she went all the way to the top. And I was so proud. And I was like, it was worth it. That $20, $25 was worth it. <laughs> That's awesome. But, um, but yeah, so I think for me, it's just like, hey, like, I'm going to encourage her to just keep trying. And then I think for me too, just, you know, just keep trying. And um, knowing that, you know, God's got my back. Mm. You know, I can try. Hannah, do you see metaphors in everything that happens in your life? Like, do you see like, oh, this is, this is going to be a great (laughs) anecdote when I write this article. You know, it's usually the other way around. I'll, I'll have an idea and then I'm like, what are the metaphors? (laughs) Um, but I honestly, though, kids are very easy to make metaphors uh, Mm. for because Mm. you just see a bigger picture than they do always. Mm. Right. Mm. Uh, whereas, uh, and I think the same with God, God sees the bigger picture all the time. Oh, there's another metaphor. So yeah, <laughs> it's just it coming out of you. It's just coming out. It's just coming out. How about you, Aaron? What's like a truth that's being revealed to you right now in your life? Well, maybe it is kind of what I what I alluded to earlier with um Tim's article. Just uh just the need for friendship. You know, um I've been busy um with my family life. If if people are listening to this. Uh, through the newsletter for the first time, uh, me and my wife just adopted our first son. His name's Linus. He's he's going to be five months soon, and so um, you know, with with kids, it's just a whole different dimension, and it's just a whole different focus and and time, you know. And so, really, what what I need to do now is just be really more intentional with with my my time hanging out with my friends, and um, yeah, really just kind of focusing on Christ even in all of that. I mean, obviously we're going to hang out and have fun, but I think I need to make sure that my spiritual life is supported 
through brothers that can, you know, affirm me, call out my sin. Yeah, all the things that that we need in, in our walk with God. So that's kind of what I've been thinking about these days. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it is tough those first um, few months, years. It's just tough. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Thanks. I appreciate the encouragement. Hey, Everybody, keep Sola, it real. Sola is being run by people that are... <laughs> at their wits end here but uh yeah yep. but it's but it's, it's fun we try right we try oh we try oh we try <laughs> <laughs> thanks for doing the podcast hannah this is great i, no I really like talking to you yeah thanks for doing it awesome thanks aaron thanks. <laughs> all right bye everybody bye thanks hannah for being my guest on the show and thank you everyone for listening please send me your feedback or questions for follow-up You can even send me any questions specifically for Hannah to follow up on, and I'll be sure to get to them in the next few episodes. In the show notes, you'll find the link to the articles we mentioned in this episode. I curate a linkless column for Sola every Friday. Be sure to check that out, and you can also subscribe to it via email. I'll put the link in the show notes. The Sola Leaders Dialogue event on Thursday, October 24th from 9.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Living Hope Community Church in Brea, California is coming soon. Leaders in the church are subject to all sorts of challenges, internal feelings of inadequacy, external obstacles, and interpersonal conflict all threaten to derail leaders from fulfilling the ministry that has been entrusted to them. Rather than flourishing, Many leaders in the church find themselves on the brink of exhaustion and defeat, ready to quit. So how can we thrive in the roles that God has entrusted to us? This year's Leaders Dialogue seeks to equip pastors and church leaders to thrive. Through a series of micro-talks and discussion groups, we're aiming to address various aspects of becoming healthy leaders. Tim St. John from Lighthouse Community Church will be speaking on cultivating emotional health. Michael Lee from All Nations Community Church will be speaking on cultivating organizational health. And Harold Kim from Christ Central Southern California will be speaking on cultivating relational health. We believe that thriving churches require thriving leaders. Join us as we seek to thrive together. Registration is free, but RSVP on Facebook and sign up on Eventbrite to secure your spot. I'll put the link in the show notes, but you can also check out the event over on the Sola Network Facebook page. The Sola Network publishes fresh content every weekday. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at the Sola Network. Speaking of Instagram, if you're into Bibles and books, check out my Dive In Dig Deep Instagram account. It is dedicated to the beauty of the Bible and the role of reading in the Christian life. Follow me at Dive In Dig Deep. In the show notes, you'll find links to the Sound Words podcast archive. And don't forget to subscribe to Sound Words on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Just search for Sound Words. My website is musicgoon.com. The email address for this podcast is soundwords at musicgoon.com. And you can always tweet me at musicgoon. Thanks. See you soon.